the idol kuichiwa nina fun not yet not yet is not but uh, i send him the link hopefully he's on uh, just now so you know while we wait uh, there's something interesting that happened the, the other week with, with, with extraction uh, the Russo brothers produced Cream Hemsworth starring movie of course it hit yes, yes, yes. it hit what's this 90 million streams in less than four weeks oh, yeah, I saw that. yeah it's, it's it's crazy but but it makes a lot of sense you know but I, I always wonder how much money that is you know I don't think they would disclose that yeah <laughs> but, 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 then, but then the interesting thing is that precious hello Ah, oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, so what now. happened was that it disconnected me, but I could hear you guys talking. Before. Ah, okay. Okay, that's just terrible. Yeah, strange. <laughs> all right, okay, now, now that we're all here, um, right, Xbox Series X, uh, I wanted to throw out the question at you first, right off the bat, Precious. Do you, do you feel like there's a leap in... Um. in in gaming uh, for me is uh, i did have a look at the videos and what and some of the footage that they sh- uh, that they showed but i know from my on my side i'm not a very i can say hardcore gamer so it wouldn't be uh, easy for me to tell if there's a difference or not i mean the graphics did look amazing but then it wasn't something that i can tell apart from anything from maybe two years ago i guess my eyes are not keen to that sort of thing and that's interesting because I mean, Fayo and I uh, more or less think it's the same thing. It's not really that big a difference. Because uh, I think that both companies, PlayStation and um, Microsoft, have been, have been talking about is that with, with the next generation, there won't be any FPS drops and there won't be any loading screens. So everything you play with will be more or less continuous gameplay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, like yeah, like God of War, you only get to... Oh, it, it, there probably won't be a loading screen even after you die. you probably just be like, whoop, back. Okay. <laughs> Imagine how great that would be. Instant respawn. Yeah. Instant respawn. But, you know, <laughs> I think the loading yeah. screen was part of, like... It's, it's part of gaming in the sense that you'd contemplate what you did wrong and you'd think about how you're going to do it. But now with the instant respawn, like, are you even going to think about it? <laughs> yeah, I don't think there would be any time to think about it. It's just like in the game. Oh, crap. With the same mistake. True. But, but do, do, do you guys think with the whole um, instant respawn thing, if it's going to happen, would, would that make it difficult for developers, I mean, I, I know they can animate it, but in, 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 the, in that sense, there's, there's a similar process in the amount of work that that's got to be done. That, that'll make it more, a little bit more trickier for, for the guys working in, in dev make it, to make it actually work, especially for companies that are smaller. Hmm. I think 
Feo, you can take this one. Oh, no, I was just saying, like, from a perspective of, like, a developer, I don't think it's, it would be that quite hard to do that, like, instant responses and everything like that. Nah, I don't think so. Unless if the game was, like, maybe in real time, <laughs> maybe it's online. Yeah, that could have been maybe a bit tricky, but if the game is developed and you're playing the game at the in a game you play alone at home, nah, mm. I don't think so. Mm. Nah, I don't right. think so. Okay, precious thought. I don't know. I, I I do feel like I'm against this instant response because I think for a lot of games, this is where you can. I'm uh, you, I'm sure you've seen like a lot of loading sc- screens have like information about the game, like random details, uh, tutorials, something that you never discovered. So. I suppose my gaming yeah. experience has always been <laughs> a loading screen and responding was part of like waiting for the game just to load up. But I don't think it will be a huge problem on the developer side. I mean, it's just cutting out a lot of things that are unnecessary. So I think on this side, it will it'll be... I mean, think of it as just... Have you ever seen when you die a Super Mario, like how he just flashes and then comes back to, to the screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but my 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 question is, most games when you die, you start from a safe point. So if it's just instant like that, like what happens? Do you just does it just flash? Or I mean, I can't imagine like you respond where you died exactly for each game. Some games will take you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah pro- probably, probably. That that was a very interesting question, actually. Like. <laughs> Imagine, imagine you die at a certain point, and then you see like the landscape just draw you back all the way to where you weren't dead. That would be a cool effect. But if you blink, yeah. you'd be confused. Like if you, if you, you know, sometimes you aren't aware that you died. Yeah, yeah. And then you think <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> you start thinking, "Wait, I've done this before. Wait, wait, wait. What, what is this?" Deja vu. Yeah, but uh, I just think the instant response, I don't think it'll be possible. There always has to be a loading screen. Though. Yeah, it's part of the gaming experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I, I, I mean, like you said, Precious, it's, it's, it's those little tidbits, those, those little bits of information, those tips that you get. Mm. You know? uh, yeah. Even though I don't use them, even though I don't use them. <laughs> it's always useful we just read them. Yeah. Uh, so, 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 uh, okay. In, in, in terms of what both of you guys saw from from the Xbox Series X reveal, which, uh, which, which trailer? Because I can't really call them gameplays. Which trailer caught your attention? From... On my side, there was this one. I, I can't recall the name, but it was it was a first person shooter. It looked futuristic and whatnot. I think the character was a female. Oh, yeah. Was a female. That caught, that caught. Yeah, that's the one that also got my. The one that yeah, I think you know, uh, that's the one. The one that starts with like she she's coming out of the water or something. Yeah, and then she stays over the wall and shoots some stuff. Yes, and she jumps. I think she does. I don't know if they've brought back double jumping, but she did something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Funny enough, I agree, and I think you agree with that fear as well. That's the thing that caught the most attention. Yeah. Probably it was the, just the uh, the Easter egg with the Back to the Future car. I just like that. That was really cool. Yeah. 
So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. So it's interesting stuff. It's, and uh, going back to to difficulty, uh, developers have now have now, you know, resigned themselves to working at home, mostly because I, I think they have to, because mm-hmm. you know you. you, you you sign a contract with Sony, you sign a contract with Microsoft, and you tell them you're giving them the game in a certain amount of time. You still have to keep on working while you're at home. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to use a quick example. Like, in, in Kubo and the Two Strings, there's this scene where, where Kubo stands, like, in this, towards the end, he stands in, in this area with, like, a lot of, a lot of trees, and then the wind blows through, and... I read about the work of the animation with the with the leaves. Like each leaf had to be animated differently and separately, each leaf and each branch. And it took twenty seven an- animators working simultaneously mm. on their own theme to achieve four point three seconds of animation a day. So how wow. difficult was that considered? How <laughs> I mean, how, how how difficult or how tricky do you guys think it will be for the developers like yeah, a developing team of like 70 people working separately in different locations to to come together and make one game without mm. you know having the, the luxury of oh i got jeff in the next room i can just go talk to him i, th- I think oh sorry go i'll process you uh, you go first though no oh, okay i was going to say that i think like any business or work, the first thing that you need to make sure that you have is a proper mind map or storyboard of what you're going to do. Cause then that cuts out a lot of miscommunication. And I know for these guys, they always have detailed plans of what they need to do. So as long as you've got, you know, great storyboards that are, are, are detailed to the T, I don't think there's much where you can go wrong, especially if each person knows what they need to do on the specific animation or project. So I think for these guys, we got to also think that they're very, they're experienced in the field that they work in. So I assume that they know what they're doing in the work that they do. But I think as long as they, they've got a map of what needs to be done, I don't think it should be much of a challenge because on a day-to-day basis, I mean, these guys are either working in, in an office, but on separate computers and, I'm sure they've got meetings from now to then. And I think working from home should be no different. You know, you've got your your manager who you report to. If you're not sure of a scene that you need to animate or create or develop, you know, you've got your sort of like team that you talk to that you guys can communicate. So I'm sure within every develop, saying developing country, <laughs> within every uh, uh, game developer, I'm sure the teams are broken down into little groups and each group has as a leader that each person in that group reports to. And that guy, he probably reports to a bigger group apart uh, uh, from Mm. that developer. So I think it shouldn't be too much of a hassle for them working from home or or trying to manage uh, a project. I think experience comes in as a big part, especially if you're working with guys that have been in the industry for a while versus if it's like a, a bunch of new guys. Mm. Okay, that's, that's very interesting. That's, that's an interesting change. Mm. Uh, I think I think Microsoft has has a has a healthy mix of of developed companies and, and startup companies in terms of 
some of the new stuff they're trying to bring through. Mm. Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, Phil. Yeah, man. You, you, you got any uh, thoughts? Yeah. Oh, man, pressure's made it difficult, man. I'll <laughs> 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 uh, just add uh, points on top. So, uh, on the part where you mentioned about experience, I do agree. But uh, it's been is that things that there's like uh, when you develop there's like a lot of apps you can use for so like basically you can uh, see my code what I'm doing exactly and uh, so whatever you're doing also I can see so we can correct each other while coding like in real time and communication is also there and basically what Precious said about because I remember even uh, when I was doing my third year project, we needed to have like an app where we could communicate and show each other's code or what's happening. If you're stuck, the other person comes and helps you like, oh, okay, this is what we need to do. So I don't think it will be much of a problem. We should be able to. All right, all right. That's fair enough. That's, that's fair enough. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they got it handled. Uh, so yeah, quickly. Uh, sort of uh, jumping in segue wise uh there's, i mean uh if if uh, 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 checking out or uh, checking out the advertising industry um it's it's very difficult for or rather impossible for for any form of filming to be going on anywhere in the world right now yes um, so in terms of advertising you sort of notice that a lot of a lot of companies are sort of turning to, to animation in this during this pandemic um first of all with, with, with getting the message across about covid19 almost every advert that i see is animated right do, yeah. do you think that makes the, the the animation industry itself during this time as, as mr president more lucrative um uh, interesting uh, i was actually speaking to uh my old boss, who's a filmmaker, and he was also just telling me that uh, almost exactly what you said, that they don't have work right now because they can't obviously go shoot you, uh, because of the level that we're under. But um, the problem is that animation, unfortunately, it's not back in the day where the market was still growing. Right now, it's a very saturated industry. There's a lot of people that can do the job, and there's a lot of mm. people that can do it cheaper. And now you can imagine there's a lot of people who are also learning to do animation and some people who want to do it themselves to save costs, no matter what. So at the moment, it's not as lucrative. I mean, sure, there is going to be a lot of uh, work going out for animators, but the ratio of work to animators, I think it's still, it's still uh, huge. Because, I mean... You think of it before the lockdown or anything, there were like millions of animators, especially if you go to these, um, you know, like Fiverr or I forgot, like freelance websites. There's always people, there's always people looking for animation work. So now it's, even though there are people looking for it, they, they're more likely to go to the people who they were already using, the people that they trust. Or oh, if they don't go to them, then they just find the cheapest person. And right now, everyone's going very cheap. So I, I'd say there is some sort of work, but not much that you can notice. Mm-hmm. 
so 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 then it's it's more it's more opportunity uh over you know lucrativity if that's even a word <laughs> i suppose so yes <laughs> and now uh, that, that makes a lot of sense uh, you got anything to add on that Phil? Uh, I think for me, uh, all I can say is that uh, in this moment in time, I think it's an opportunity for the upcoming guys because they're more hungry, so they can mm. like advertise their work at this moment. Because I think, as uh, Precious said, I think mostly people probably right mm. now they're going to like these freelancing websites, like big companies. Uh, people are looking for animators. So I think this is the mm. time to like showcase your work. Like your you see, uh, like I just want to add on to what you're saying, Feo, you is that <laughs> sometimes it's the hungry guys that bring down the, <laughs> the market because you get a lot of people like, you know what, I won't even charge. I just want, you, I just want to show you what I can do. So now you can imagine the guy who can do the job properly yeah. and is asking for the right price, the price that he deserves for the amount of work that he's going to do. You get a, a hungry guy who, <laughs> him and his hunger, <laughs> bring down the market. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes the hungry guys just ruin it for everyone else. Because... The... Well, as, as I'm saying, there's, there's obviously pros and cons to... Uh... <laughs> For the for the professionals, obviously, yes. Uh, there's con for you guys because exactly you have to deal with these people who don't know how how the pricing work and mm. they just like yo, give me a chance. Exactly. What what? And you out here like exactly my pay, paper. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so I'm thinking cons okay. to it. And pros and cons. That's the that's the that's the word of the night. Uh, mm. But yeah, uh, okay, okay. Speaking of, of okay, there, there was a lot of cons and pros in that one, but then let's try and do more pros on this one because I'm thinking, with 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 the amount of people that are at home, yeah. uh, and the most of the content that you're now finding on YouTube is is either you know people who are still doing you know, like PewDiePie kind of stuff. Yes. Either like playing, playing video games from home, like Minecraft and whatnot, but also uh, guys guys who couldn't get as, as much eyes on on the animating product that they were putting up on YouTube just to, just to try and, you know, get used. Do you, mm. do, you think they have, do you think they have a greater chance of exposure now on YouTube and other sort of uh, platforms? Than, than they would have had before the pandemic, considering the amount of people that are that are on streaming services these days. Yeah, I think definitely right now they do have a lot of exposure because I think for me right now, I think as an animator or a content creator, the best thing to do right now is to work on your brand. If you're too focused, I mean, yes, you need to be focused on getting business, but we know that everyone else is trying to do that and it's not going to be easy. So if you find yourself not getting business, it's the best time to work on yourself as a brand and, a, and as a creator to put your work out there. So it means that there's nothing stopping you from producing great quality um, uh, work of art, especially if it's digital art rather than actual filming. Because I mean, right now, if it's 
live footage, you're very limited to what you can do. But for someone who puts content for people to watch, because now there's more people at home, more children at home. And I think children are like the number one users for these platforms, especially like YouTube. So the right now is the best time because eventually whoever these kids follow, they've eventually they can watch almost every video a person has, you know, as, as much videos as a person may have, they still finite. It means they will still end. So they move on to the next thing, especially if it's close to whatever the person they were watching. So I think right now, if you've got your own stuff that, that you've always wanted to work on right now is the best time because this is the time that you'll get that exposure because people are now more inclined to have a look at different things. Whereas before they'd be like, you know what, I only have this many hours in a day and I can only watch this in my free time. But now it's like, you've got a lot of free time. So you can, you can do this. Uh, you can, mm-hmm. you can watch different stuff. So I think right now in terms of exposure, it's it's amazing in terms of maybe making money from that exposure. I don't think it's a, it's the same uh, in terms of uh, a profits, but if you want to get your name out there and maybe get people to start looking at you right now, it's 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 an amazing time to do it. Definitely, definitely. Uh, for you. Oh, good night. <laughs> uh, is it me already? <laughs> Um, okay, I would I would process uh, the what he said that I do agree. The only thing I think that could be bad for you is because I, I've noticed something uh, on YouTube is that most people uh, who had grown their YouTube channels mm. to the point where they're like, ah, I don't need them anymore. They're mostly coming back now because uh, I've seen that from KSI. His channel is back. Um, What's this other guy? Mm. Uh, this other guy used to watch also Joe something. So, like, they have, like, a lot of subscribers. So, like, they're coming back. And <laughs> at this point now, you're competing with people you know, who, I think... who are already established. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. I, I was going to add on to whatever you said. Just finish. Yep. Sorry. I was going to say, like, I think yeah. the best part of YouTube is that, okay, it's not maybe the best practice that you can use. But it's definitely a way. I don't know. The best part is that you can clickbait. I don't like clickbaits, but I feel like, you see, if you've got people like KSI, especially if they've got a huge wave uh, flowing, I mean, you wouldn't want to try to go against that sort of wave. You just clam on it. So if I, if I see KSI making videos, I'll be like, I make a video explaining why I think KSI is back. You get it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I make videos on the people that are creating the wave. I jump on the wave, probably get their attention. They might not like it because they know. I mean, they know they're like, this guy's using us. But, I mean, what can they do, though? They, they can copyright strike you, but it's like you getting the fame now. Because now you make another video about how KSI is striking you. You ain't nobody, but KSI is coming after you. <laughs> Especially if a guy like KSI, especially if a guy like KSI actually mentions your name in one of his videos, that would be even. Exactly. So you, you just use their wave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh, go on. You were still same. Okay. Uh, I was just saying that. Yeah. Uh, so, in terms of exposure, I think you will get it. 
but as Christian said, uh, when it comes to the mula, <laughs> it's still going to the big guy, to the big guys. <laughs> so, in conclusion, I just agree with what Christian mm. said. Uh, it's like I think first clickbait them, get get your name out there. The moment you gain subscribers, you stop talking about them and you start creating your own content. Mm. Get them interested in showing you stuff. Mm. But yeah, you're more likely to lose subscribers because I think sometimes people enjoy it when you troll on other people. So they'll be like, whoa, this is not why we liked you. We liked you because now you're deceiving us. It's basically like someone (laughs) giving you, uh, imagine going into a shop and they give you samples of, I don't know, Coke. And you're like, "Mm, I really enjoy this. Can I I get the whole drink? Then they give you like a a fruit punch and you're like, whoa, what is this? Yeah, like now we 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 just got Pepsi. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Uh, uh. So, okay. Moving right along. Uh. So there's there's some interesting numbers I was I was looking at earlier. Um, about the uh, the film industry this time. Yeah. Uh, China lost. Yeah, we yeah, can we, hear you. It's Uh, so, so China lost two billion dollars in. Oh, what, what just happened? Nothing. I think it dropped off because he couldn't hear us anymore. Oh, uh, okay. No, he can get back on, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me get him back on. But you were saying, uh, China. Yeah, I was saying. Uh, I was saying China lost. Uh, two billion dollars. In revenue from with, with the film industry, and then worldwide, the, the entire film industry lost about five billion dollars worth of revenue so far. Really, in this, in this yeah, short time, in this, yeah, in this short time that, that, has, that has gone by. Well, it was geez, I can imagine, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's it's uh, oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, maybe uh, Tepo, you can just okay. ask your question again. Okay, so 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 Sophia, to catch up, I just said um, China uh, lost two billion in revenue yeah. in the film industry, and worldwide the film industry lost yeah. five billion, right? In this in this short amount of time that is that has since 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 COVID nineteen has been around, and Precious is about to comment on oh, that. Okay. I was saying that it was bound to happen. I mean, eventually, you know, unfortunately, this with this uh, pandemic going on, things are bound to catch up, no matter how slow we think it will be. So I can imagine the movie industry experiencing like this. Eventually, you know, I saw, um, I'm just going to use a reference. I saw, I think, New Mutants is now about to go on streaming. Uh, I don't know mm. if you guys are aware of that. Yeah, it's interesting because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump onto that in the next question. Yeah, but yeah, continue. Yeah, that movie was just a curse. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Anyways, it's it's I mean, it's unfortunate, especially uh, a lot of entertainment business. If not all, it's a people business. It's a business that requires people to purchase things, either through tickets or through some sort of payment. And going into the digital 
you know, even if movies try to go digital, it's much worse because, I mean, you think of the amount of piracy that there is out there. So they're bound mm. to even lose more money because it only takes one person to buy the official thing, which could be, I don't know, $10 or not even 10 uh, like 25 or let's go even $50. So someone spends that much, but you can imagine how much revenue they're losing from the piracy that's going on. So right now, the fact that they can't produce new content as well as really release things to cinema for people to go purchase or watch. You can imagine how much the, 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 the accountants on these companies, uh, how much backlog mm-hmm. that they're going to have where you had said, we're going to make this movie by this time it will be released. We can, ex- we can expect making profit at this point, but now this point has come. So now you haven't made profit at all. You've actually made a loss because your movie is not even finished. And now you have mm-hmm. to start even, you know, giving out more money than you actually intended. So it's, it's, I feel for them. Yeah, that's, that's true. I mean, you, you, you mentioned, you, you mentioned with this, uh, uh, companies going, I mean, a lot of movies going, going to making streaming service deals. Uh, there's, 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 there's actually a lot of movies that are doing that right now. Either, mm. either they're smaller films that can't, you know, that, that don't have enough weight to get streaming service uh, and, and they're supposed to get theatrical releases and now mm. throwing their movies on, onto video on demand you know, mm. to, to try and save whatever money they, try and get whatever money they can. And, and, the, and, and, then, and then you get slightly bigger movies like like the Camille Nanjiani movie, uh, The Lovebirds, mm. uh, recently made a I recently made a, a streaming deal with Netflix to, to have their movie released on Netflix coming up okay. on the 22nd. So, I mean, do you, do you, I mean, do you think that companies can, can save some kind of money or some kind of face by jumping onto Netflix or Hulu to try and save their streaming numbers? I think they can, they can do that, but it's more the people that are going to benefit is the, it's the platform. So you put your movie out, say an example, Disney puts out movies on Netflix or something or Disney plus, but I just want to use Netflix in this instance. I mean, Netflix is more likely to make money out of it than the actual, than the actual movie itself. I don't know if that makes sense Mm -hmm. because you, because you're looking at the platform, you're saying, Oh, Netflix has got this and this. You don't say, Hmm, Disney is releasing this and that. You just look at the platform and whatever content it has. You, you're less likely to look at the content provider. So I think with these movies, they can save face in the, in the fact that they don't want to keep people waiting. But uh, I don't blame them for holding some of the movies back, especially if it's a big blockbuster or, like you said, if it's an indie movie. Like It's really difficult to to just put it out there, especially if you know the amount of work that, that you put in and you know what the cons could be for putting it out on streaming. That, I mean, streaming, you're competing with a lot of content. I mean, with mm. movies, there was people, I mean, I'm sure with streaming is the same, but I think, you know, there's some people who go to the movies to see the smaller films because that's, that's their niche market there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and, and they want to experience that in the cinemas. So now they're going to, I mean, they're going to watch it at home, but it's not going to be the same experience. But, I mean, you're not paying the same amount of money. It's, 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 it's a pity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fair. So, so 
so to catch up, the question I posed is that uh, a lot of indie companies, uh, smaller film companies, that uh, that are trying to save face uh, are throwing their movies onto video on demand, and the slightly bigger ones are making uh, are making deals with streaming services to to have to have their movies released on those yeah. streaming services to try and save revenue. They, they're getting trailers for for the fact that they're about to get released on there. An example I used was the Kamuni and Gianni film coming up, uh, The Lovebirds, uh, to be released yeah. on Netflix. So, you know, thoughts on that. That, 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 that. Does that help them or does that, does that hurt them? Uh, from my uh, understanding, I think it's going to hurt them. Uh, but it uh, depends also on the film mm. uh, that you're going to stream. So, for example, like... Uh, Trolls World. Uh, is it Trolls World? What is it, what is it called? Yeah, uh, Walter. Troll, yeah, yeah, Trolls World. Uh, you see, with that one, I understand why they put it on the streaming service because the first one didn't make make much as uh, much much money in the box office, and when they brought it to streaming services, it made almost uh, it doubled what we can just from streaming. So. Uh, but when it comes to big blocks blasters like uh, your Wonder Woman, I don't think you should put it on your streaming service. You are losing a lot of uh, <laughs> so rather uh, yeah. So I would say, can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh, well, uh, last time again. Uh, you know, last time, last time. Uh, let's see, let's see if I can get him back. But uh, okay. Um, anyways, until he comes back, uh, there's there's other movies like like, like Fair just said. Uh, but, yeah. Okay, Am I back? Am, am I yeah. back? <laughs> yeah. What's happening? Yeah, you're back. <laughs> Yeah, so I was thinking anything that's a blockbuster, you cannot release it on streaming services because um, with movies mm. like uh, Wonder Woman, when you release it directly to streaming services, it's like you're cutting half of what you're getting. Because if you release Wonder Woman on uh, mm. uh, in the cinemas, that's like a billion dollars. Plus, after after the the cinemas. Mm. It goes back to the streaming service. That's like another extra four hundred million. Oh yeah. Million. So you instead of making six hundred million, you could mm. have made one point six billion. So I'd say rather push back the movie. It's better that way rather than just releasing it immediately on the streaming service. Yeah. They would lose a lot. Yeah. Mm, and and just just adding on to what Fair is saying is that I think this is with the pandemic it's something since it's a global thing it's not like if wonder woman or whatever movie delays we're gonna get over it be like it's, it's, it's fine i'm over it because i mean we know that there's absolutely no content at the cinema so i think people would still be excited to see it even if it was pushed back unlike said movie uh new mutants which had <laughs> opportunities on that i'm over because that had a chance like so many so i think the movies that like even Black Widow, if I can include it, like I think people don't mind waiting for it, and I don't think it would be a good idea to put it on streaming 
rather wait, people would still be excited because I mean, once this thing ends, hopefully, like people are exactly. gonna be excited to go back and just like binge watch movies at the cinema or something. Uh, okay, so that's that's a that's a good point because it it actually bleeds into 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 the next question that I had. Um, okay, so 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 when a vaccine comes around, um, people get cured and whatever amount of time it takes, and then and the movies the movie starts start you know start going movie goes start going to the cinema again. And let's say, for an example, uh, a movie like No Time to Die. Okay, let's say No Time to Die is, is the is the first film, is the first big film out, and the mm-hmm. in, in in the actual cinema. Do you, do you think people will flock automatically just you know crowd the cinemas and watch it, or do you think or do you think it will be like a super slow process behind <laughs> that? Are we sure we want to go to the cinema right now? Kind of thing. I think. You know, it's one of those things. It's like, just if there's no food, it do- doesn't mean people are just going to eat whatever you're selling. You know, yeah, people yeah. still have people still have prefer- preferences. So I don't think it's going to be like, oh, because you're the first movie to open, people are going to watch it. No, people are going to be like, look, I get the movies are open, but actually this is what I want to see. This is what I'm excited for. And not just any movie. I mean, you will get people who go for the sake of going, but I don't think everyone... We'll just go for 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 the first movie that that opens up for. I don't think it's gonna flock like that. I think once the blockbusters, the the ones that are anticipated, Wonder Woman, Black Widow, uh, whatever other big movies, they people are gonna flock to that in masses. But for if I can say no name movie, I mean the one that you described. Uh, what what did you say the name of it was? It again? Uh, what the the the, the lovebirds? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I suppose it's, if you know it, then you're going to go. But I know from my own perspective, from my own point of view, I, I just wouldn't go because the movies are open. Unless maybe I wanted to go and watch it with someone or catch up with people. But no, I, I wouldn't go just because the movies are open. Mm. Okay, so, so so then the smart money uh, for Hollywood would be, would be would, would would be open with, with as many blockbusters as they can. Yes, as many. I think so. Parts, yeah, as many parts and seats. Okay. Yeah, and you want to start with the high tides, I think, and then you want to uh, easily slow in to the other ones. Because if you start, I mean, it can work, but I feel like you'll chase off a lot of more people. Be like, oh no, nothing's actually happening, and now you're missing a market there because the demand is very high. Mm. Yeah, but people are not. It. Yeah, but people are not just gonna watch anything because you release it. So rather put out something good that gets the tide going. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So so the uh, uh, re- re- recently um, the the Russo brothers produced uh, Chris Chris Hemsworth uh, starring film Extraction. It, yes. Uh, it hit like 90 million streams oh, and, wow. and, 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 and it's considered one, one of, you know, one of the biggest, uh, you know, like jumps or leaps in, in, in streaming numbers mm-hmm. in, a, in a long time for, for Netflix or, or Hulu or whatever. So, mm. 
I mean, it's in in a way you could say a movie like that was helped by the pandemic. Yes. Do you, do you, uh, do you think a lot of a lot of the movies that are uh, a lot of the movies that are stream service produced uh, have 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 rather you know uh, benefited from this since 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 they, they didn't really need any theatrical release. Well, I, I think right now it, it'll be the best time to tell if your movie is good because uh, I know some smaller films always complain that, you know, they get swallowed up by bigger films. But right now, I think that in terms of people, audience giving things a chance, I think right now a lot of people are giving a lot of movies that they would never really watch. They're giving them a chance. So I think now if your movie is not being, it's not getting the numbers, you can't really make an excuse and be like, well, people are actually watching this instead of that. Because now, I mean, with the cinemas, I mean, it's it's only a certain amount of money people could spend on. You know, at the movies, be like, you know, I'm not going to watch this movie. I'd rather watch this one. So this is what I'm going to use my money on. But now streaming, I mean, you pay off like a monthly fee and, and then you've got access to all of them. So now it becomes about, is your movie really good? And what excuse are you going to use now if it's not getting the numbers that you claimed were being taken away from you. So uh, I think it's interesting. But yes, I do believe that those movies are given a chance now. They were the movies that people wouldn't generally watch on on a normal day-to-day base. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So welcome back. Uh, so, 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 <laughs> so, so, so I'm going to pull back two questions uh, okay. to, to catch you up. So the question I asked while while you were gone is like, so is like when the vaccine comes around, right, and people get cured, and let's say a movie like No Time to Die is like the first big blockbuster on the screen, do you think that'll be enough to have people just jump back into the cinema world like all at once, or do you think it'll be like a super slow kind of thing where people wait for what they really uh, want to see? I think. Uh, for the first movie that's gonna come out, the block uh, blockbuster, yes, it's gonna make a lot of money because people have missed that experience. Because I don't even like myself, I'm craving for that experience, man. Like I miss it. So whatever movie that's gonna come out, the first blockbuster that's gonna, it's gonna make a lot of money from it. So they must seize that opportunity. So yes, at that moment, yeah, a lot of money is gonna come in. All right. Uh, okay. So, on then, then the follow-up question was was about a, was about extraction hitting hitting ninety yeah hitting ninety million streams. Uh, you know, one of the best uh, streams of any one of the best streaming numbers of any streaming service out there currently. Um. Do you, and, and and the question I posed was, do you think uh, it, it it brings more opportunity for 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 movies that are uh, that are made solely by by streaming services to sell. Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Uh, because currently this uh this current moment, there are no blockbusters coming out. Uh, everything's been put on pause. So anything that's good from uh, a streaming service movie, yeah, they they've got a big opportunity right now because everybody's at home. Like, what other option do we have? Everyone is paying for subscriptions. They're going on Disney, checking like. Well, what about this? Uh, can you check this out? You know, because even I think with, it's the same thing with extraction. It was really sold well. It got like 
really good ratings and then next thing boom the numbers were up so mm-hmm. i think at this current moment yes streaming service will uh, streaming service move will make a lot mm-hmm. all right uh another disadvantage so I suppose the whole pandemic on the film world is, is all these award shows that, that no one's getting to see anymore and the film festivals and whatnot. Uh, they, were, they, they, were, they were good exposure, I suppose, for, for up-and-coming filmmakers. The, the award shows were, were a chance for people to go and, you know, and shine and dress up and be critiqued. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dress up and be critiqued. So, so do you guys think, you know, this is something that, you know, that uh, that that will be missed? As wait, actually, I'm getting confused. My question. My question is, do you think people miss award shows? The, do you think the celebrities miss actually dressing up? Or do you think they actually like just not being bothered by anyone? Right no. Now? I mean, I think they do miss it. Uh, I mean, I would miss it. I mean, but I, I generally think that they do miss it. I mean, like you said, it was an opportunity for them to showcase. And I'm sure it's also, for some of them, it's a good networking time, you know, to meet directors and producers and, you know, discuss here and there about potential projects. So I think they do miss it. And yeah, I, I can imagine how much, I'm sure it doesn't mean everything to them, but I'm sure it means something to them. Because, I mean, those are the accolades that they work they, they, their whole life to get or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, Precious is right on that one. Yeah, I mean, I would also miss it, man. <laughs> I mean, I miss, I miss the little adventures we have. <laughs> like, I miss photography right now. So, uh, so, I think it's like, it's a part of you. Mm. Like, you know, like certain things you do are part of you. Like, for them, every year, you know, you Mm. Like I'm sure for Leonardo, every year he knows uh, I gotta go to Oscars. I gotta go to Oscars. I gotta go to Oscars, and all of a sudden, this bam, mm. nothing. Yeah, you're sitting there in February, just watching, watching extraction. Yeah, Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm sure Leonardo. I'm sure always thinking that I gotta show up my exactly. new model. And Precious also had a good a point where it's also about uh, networking, you know, like, oh man, I enjoyed this film. I had this idea, like, I want to do this. And then next mm. day, you've got Christopher Nolan mixing with someone you don't know. And then, you know, got a new movie coming up. Exactly. So yeah. I think they do miss it, man. Yeah. Mm, no, that's, that's a good point. And I, I, gotta, I gotta agree. I definitely agree with that. Cause... It was a good, it was a good place for people to mesh, and just I mean, because I mean, there's this, there's this story that I, uh, that I always remember, uh, that from I forgot her name, and she's probably gonna sound very bad, but the wife of of the guy that made Marriage Story, she, uh, she told the story on on the round table about how when she met Steven Spielberg and started talking to him, and he told her that she should not make. Oh, and he told her that she should not record the movie with, with the digital camera and that she should use a, a 35 millimeter film because of how the because of how the, the the actual literal film that she put into the thing smells so 
it took a ride into into like this place or something, and then and then and then let her smell what film smells like, and she got addicted to that. So I think I think that uh, I, I think directors and actors will definitely miss those little <laughs> that's, interactions. That's weird. Mm. It's, it's it's creepy. Like, what the what? What is Steven Spielberg weird, doing, bro? Right? Like, smell sm- smell my film. <laughs> so weird, man. <laughs> it's a thirty-five. Yeah. It's a thirty-five million. It does, doesn't smell that it. sound strange? Smell it. It's thirty-five mil it's mil. Shot, shot in IMAX. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, like you said, it's it's the small things that people miss. Those little yeah. little interactions. Mm, that's, that's true. Anyway, yes. now we're now we're about to jump into some dangerous Ooh. territory. We're about to we're about to talk this. Ooh, we're about to talk this these coronavirus theories that people <laughs> have out here. There's so many of them. There's so many of them, but uh, but I narrowed it down to about um. So about so about oh, okay. three, um, three of the big ones. Uh, but first of all, before I get into this, you know, some of these people have, have been ranking up some some like serious numbers, you know, on on YouTube, you know, hitting hitting your one million plus before YouTube chucks them out anyway. Um, like like for example, your your five G theory. Which, which for me is literally the most ridiculous one of them all. Uh, what do you guys think of that one? I'm, I'm sure you heard about it that you know 5G carries the virus through the airwaves or some shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was gonna say uh, I was actually before the podcast has started earlier. I was reading an article and this guy was explaining how that he was also looking into conspiracy theories and his whole idea was that people just want to hold on to something. Or something that that can sort of like explain their reality or find a way, no matter how ridiculous it sounds. And for me, uh, I don't really um, sort of entertain the conspiracy theories or look too much into them. But I, I do find them interesting, you know, in whatever regard. And I mean, even if it's five G or not, the thing is that I think if I have to like feed these conspiracy theories, is that. I don't know anything about information technology and I also don't know much about this virus other than what I'm told. Mm. Maybe it, it can be, I don't know, maybe it works. Maybe it's not even a, a, a viral. Maybe it's even like radio, uh, what do you call it? Uh, radio. Radioactive or something like that. I'm yeah. probably using the, 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 not the right term, but you know, it's like you can't prove it wrong. <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Mm. It's like, can you prove it wrong? But it, it, that's me if I have to entertain it. Hmm. But but it, it is it is funny, and people will will find ways. I mean, you know, you you can. It's very selective in what they choose to say the on what they build the conspiracy theories on. Not all of them, but some people just take the parts that fit the story or the or the what's the term? The narrative. Yes, the narrative. They pick things that will fit their narrative to, so that it makes sense. And then when you start saying, well, actually, why do you only take this part of this point and you don't also take that part? Because if you're going to use this, then use that as well. So in terms of 5G, um, 
I don't know about IT fair. I think you'd be best to answer this one. <laughs> That's not even IT, dude. That's uh, science. <laughs> science. <laughs> uh, but from my understanding, dude, uh, it's it's. I mean, I'm an open-minded person, but the 5G mm. is just, I, it's perfect, man. Because when you think about it, I mean, yes, these are radioactive and all that, but why would you make, I mean, think about it, like, why would you make something that's dangerous to people? So who's going to use it if it's, it's dangerous to people? If you think about it, like, I mean, so that's what I was like. For me, that theory is just out of the window, man. But I mean, I'm an open-minded mm. person. If someone can mm. prove me to me and like, yeah, this is how it works and this is how it happened, then I'm like, okay, I'm proven wrong. But at this moment, I, I don't see it, man. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I hear that. I hear that. Uh, so, so what about uh, so what about China? I mean, the, the the other one is the, the other one that's flying around is that China released the virus to 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 gain global dominance. How does how does that one sound? I think it's it's pretty disturbing, especially if you know. Sometimes it's it's scary when you realize that some of these theories are true. Not to say that it is true, but I mean. We all know that, you know, I'm I'm very sketchy. I don't want to die like talking about stuff I don't know about. <laughs> like I I don't I don't want to disappear. But uh, you remember that there was a lot of uh, information that was not told, and I don't think the the general public knows the whole story, and I don't think we will know the whole story. And yeah, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about China, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is me. Oh, oh. I, I like being alive. So no, I, I don't want to talk about China. China, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Uh, okay. Uh, for me. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. For me. Okay. China, freedom of speech. Let it be. I'm not precious. Okay. Freedom of speech. Uh. So on my side, I think that one is uh, it's plausible. I think it's possible because um, you know there's this war, this wage war between uh, the superpower countries like your know, America and China. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, trying, yeah. To, trying to get dominance in the world. I mean, it's possible that they did release the, mm. the virus because uh, apparently also like in daily numbers. China doesn't like, uh, it doesn't give us, it doesn't give the world, uh, uh, who, is it who? Yeah, the World Health Organization, the yeah, numbers yeah. to like how many people they've tested in China or they just release the numbers of like the people who've uh, recovered or number of deaths. Like they don't share anything else like uh, who got tested or which area is the most affected, uh, you know, all that. You know, those detailed little information, they're not sharing. So yeah. it is possible that uh, they did actually release this on purpose. Because, I mean, if you think about it, they could have, like, if they had an idea that there's a there's a virus spreading, they could have, like, contained everyone in China, like, whoa, stay here, let's mm. solve this matter. But they're like, I right, go, go, be free. <laughs> <laughs> go into the world. <laughs> 
go to your home. Go to your home. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, it's scary the fact that this for us to to know about this, the a doctor had to uh, leak out the information. Yeah, so, yeah, that's true. We wouldn't have known if a doctor had leaked anything. You see what I'm saying? Imagine, like that's it's it's scary. Yeah, so it's possible. It super scary. Yeah, so it's possible. China had like a hand in it. China, as I said, freedom mm. of speech. So yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. Also, uh, just to add on, uh, I remember we discussed a while back. It's like a a, a fail. It's like it's like a spy movie gone wrong where the villain won. Maybe yeah, you know yeah, there yeah. were spies. <laughs> you know, James Bond was sent there to take the toxin. Then he was like, "I got it." Then they're like, "Bond, that's the wrong one." <laughs> Boom. <It's over. laughs> yeah, yeah, spy movie gone wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, totally spies failed Kim Possible failed James Bond failed <laughs> Jason Bourne failed Failed <laughs> uh, uh, be Shame Shame on you uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, So okay And, and then and, and, and then the last theory is, is One that's that, That's probably the least popular In terms of In terms of attention With most people Uh but it's, it's, it's one I think that's the nicest sounding one is that is that the virus was released to help with climate change. But what do you guys think of that one? No, that that would be a great idea if, if that was the case. But I mean, a disease that it's uh, you know I, I I get angry when when I know that some people who have never traveled or even have a passport to travel like die out of something that was out of their control. Especially mm. with a disease or or, or 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 virus that it's you know it's a transportable disease, so it, it just didn't come from one place to another without any you know sort of interaction with it. It's not like um, you know you get some things that are airborne or whatever mm-hmm. yeah. that can travel, but this was like it, it. I think this disease it needs a carrier, if I can call it. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. So 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 I mean, if people who who are already poor, people who don't own cars, people who don't travel are dying for the sake of people that, you know, uh, that abuse the system, whatever. I mean, it's at the end of the day, it's a lot of factories that produce these, uh, what do you call these? Uh, not fumes, but these um, chemicals into the atmosphere mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, I mean, I suppose it was a good idea if it was, but, you know, it's a pity of the what do they call it? The collateral damage that it does. Yeah. yeah. So the poor people who get to suffer, because I mean, if you if you know if you well off, then you're fine. So the question is like, who does it actually serve? It serves the people who already have money. True. True. Because chances are, you go the people that contribute to these global issues are well off to do, so it doesn't even affect them that much. But people who actually isn't it ironic that the people who don't do who don't contribute to the like the degradation of the, of the of the earth are the ones that are paying for those oh, yeah. consequences. Yeah, the, that's you, true. Man? That's true. Yeah, hey, that's deep though. That's deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what you got to add, man? Uh, yeah, man. Hey, hey, this third one is a bit. It's it's twisted in its own way, like to mm. change climate. You release a disease 
that kills people. I mean, it's yo, I that's that's deep, man. But uh, it, it's uh, for me, uh, for me personally, it's sickening <laughs> to think. I mean, mm. there are other ways, man. Like, uh, uh, what do you call this? Drop the number of cars people drive. Let people use bicycles. Like, why would you mm. go? But drop a disease in the world. I yeah. think I, I understand the extremity of it because I know like telling people, you know how people are, people would never listen to that. Like, go, hey, Brad, get on your bike. They'd be like, who are you to tell <laughs> yeah, me to but, get on my bike? <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. obviously, put like a certain fine to it. Like, maybe if you're driving a car, you pay like 2,000 rand. I mean, who's going to take out 2,000 rand? <laughs> mm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, people, so, like, people would ride their bikes. Exactly. So, like, it's just too extreme, man, if it's for climate change. Yeah, because wrong people die. Yeah, wrong people die. People don't even know what how Italy looks like are gonna die. Imagine. It, it, there's probably some people who don't know Italy is even a country and they're dying. It's it's crazy. It's so like it's yeah, it's very twisted. Yeah, I mean it's effective. I mean we can't doubt that, like <laughs> it's working. <laughs> this is one way to keep people, but there's only a certain amount of time you can keep people yeah, yeah. in line before it starts getting out of control. I mean, I've seen already, like, in America, like, yeah, there's too much fear that side. Like, people are just, like, routing and protesting, like, yo, mm. yo, we've got rights and all those things, man. Yeah, because, I mean, uh, you saw um, what was a lot of this lockdown. Remember a lot of speech around the lockdown was to give the uh health healthcare a chance to prepare right yeah yeah that's yeah. the idea of the lockdown to prepare yeah and now it's like well why are we at home are they not prepared yet <laughs> like 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 what's happening and that's what it's getting to people it's that when you start changing your story and 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 i i, I totally understand like you know i think especially for the president it's not really easy to make these decisions and to come out scot-free but you know if you start changing the rules you know you can't start something and then start changing the rules mm. understand it is precautionary precautionary measures yeah but i mean for me i know on my side like i'm, I'm getting sick of being at home and i do understand <laughs> that i can be you know even if maybe i'm healthy you know i can infect someone who's not but yeah. it's like we need a better way. And the thing is that this lockdown hasn't stopped people getting infected. People will continue to get infected. Yeah. And I was reading an article earlier. They're like, the question is, how much damage is it going to do to people's livelihoods before? Sorry, I heard something moving. I thought it was China. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so... Yeah. Oh, that was a uh, joke of the day. Joke of the day. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 one of those things that I feel like we're delaying the inevitable. Eventually, it's it's like imagine if they're like, you know what, the lockdown is over. This disease is gonna carry on. There's not much we can do. Then you beg, like, why were we at home then? Exactly. Why were why were we at home? Yeah, Cause yeah. Because we just delayed the consequences. Ah, uh, funny enough, uh, I was reading like 
up on Sweden. So on Sweden, mm. what they did is they're like, you know what? For us to keep things running uh, normally, what we'll do is, since this disease mostly affects like the elderly, not that the young won't mm-hmm. get infected, but mostly it targets the elderly. What they did is that everyone was elderly stays home. But if you're, school, mm. if you're a school child, you work and you're like young and you work, everyone does things as per normal. But there, funny enough, when you check their, uh, what do you call this, uh, increased rate in terms of mm. slow down. It's not like rapidly increasing like other countries who have actually yeah. clo- closed off other people. So, mm. so that's what I'm saying. Like it really doesn't make sense because the collateral damage at the end, like... It's still... Uh, I had like, I saw like there's a company that had to like cut jobs of like 5,000 people, dude. And like, imagine now mm. when we get back everything to normal, will those people get back those jobs? I mean, what will happen? No, because the chances are companies learn to function without people. So now you make dues. Now it's a pity. I'm sure it's good profits for the company, but it's like, hey, we actually never needed. That much people. You look at say the case here where SAA uh SAA yes, yeah. am I saying it right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. They cut like a lot of jobs, like just like that, retrenchment, ba ba ba. Because we all know that they're trying to liquidate and whatnot. And yeah. I think they got ruled like uh, the unions complained and they actually won the court case and it was like this is unjustified. We get that there's a pandemic but you just can't rush. It's like imagine someone who wants to get rid of you, maybe at your workplace or whatever. And they wait for you to make that to find the smallest opportunity. I mean, this yeah. isn't a small opportunity, but they find the, any reason necessary to start getting rid of people. You see? Yeah. I mean, and I mean, yeah, you, sorry, sorry. You, I mean, you kind of mentioned that you know, so I just you know, not not to like cut in, but if uh, I'll take an example of with uh, with what's this with WWE. WWE has just sort of been looking for, for ways to get rid of certain guys um, mm. from the roster. So, so for the moment the pandemic came out, I mean, they, they used it as an opportunity to get rid of the, of the people they, they wanted to get rid of, just to like, ah, sorry, guy, pandemic, which we're trying mm. to save money. But then the, the reality is WWE makes, what, like billions of dollars a year. So they didn't, they didn't really need to get rid of anyone. Exactly. But, but they, 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 they took the opportunity to get rid of those guys because, hey, buddy, pandemic. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I'm. True. Yeah, process. Yeah, you can continue. Though. I was gonna say it. It just shows you like how much people, quote unquote, quote unquote, uh, show how much value that you have. I mean, I don't think company can lose a profit now. Like, it, it it doesn't take that long. I mean, it it takes a while. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't just say, "Uh, we closed this store today." Now all that money is gone. It's like, what about the previous months that everything was all right? Where did that money go? Exactly. And I mean, I'm not into, I, I don't own like a business in that, that I can tell what goes on, like in the handling of it. But I don't think money wise, say for something like WWE, obviously they make their money from tickets and merch sales and toys from the, the, that they sell at the event. But I don't think that missing however many shows, you just lose all the profit from the previous shows. Imagine dude. Mm. Like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I can understand going forward. Going forward at some point they can be like, Okay guys, it's been six months. We're now we're now struggling because we can't afford to pay everyone. But yeah. not like after a few months and then you're like, 
we we need to cut you guys loose. That's why I was so shocked when I saw that uh, article where they cut down five thousand people. I'm like, wait, it's only been one month. What's happening? Like, that doesn't make sense at all. It, because uh, I, earlier I was I was I was having a discussion with with one of the people that I work with about it was basically livelihood versus versus the disease. And and, and mm-hmm. I was like and I was like I, I really hope next month we, we we get to go back to work just to log in the hours you know for for job security yeah yeah and and she says she 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 she's afraid to go to work because because of the virus and I'm like wait but what you don't realize is that of, of course the the rate of infection is really high but there's a lot more recoveries than there are deaths and then and. Mm. And then she says something like 10, 10 people a day are dying from a virus. And I'm like, but like way more, but like a lot, there's a lot more people dying from, from things that are not corona related than, than exactly. things that are corona related. You know? exactly. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I think we also touched on it the other day. Was it earlier today or yesterday, Zepo, where we talked about like, it's like almost every death is just being put onto the corona list. Like you, you die of a car accident, they'll be like, yep, corona took him. And, and and there's no correlation between the two. Exactly. Like it I was, really isn't. I was even looking like at the uh, number of deaths, causes of causes of deaths. Um, coronavirus is like lowest on the list. Like on top is like car accidents, HIV, um, uh, smoking, cancer. Um, mm. What's this? Uh, what's this? Uh, even flu, like seasonal flu. Is higher than coronavirus, so that's why I'm like, it's. I yes, I understand we should be afraid, but like, livelihood, mm. you know, dude, like it's gonna affect like it, a lot of people. Not only that, you know, like once it starts affecting, because I think a lot of people have families to support. Exactly. Now, yeah. now, 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 you well done. You're safe. You're safe at home, but you're in debt now because now you can't pay rent. You can't buy food. You you're starving. Uh, uh, corona is not killing you, but everything else is. Dude, <laughs> like <laughs> that's why I'm like that's why I'm like it's better for me. It's better to yes, I, I obviously can be cautious, wear gloves and everything. But I I'd prefer that people start going back to work because the collateral damage after this, no one will be able to recover. No one. It becomes, I think, it, it starts to grow because a lot of eventually people. I don't blame companies. Eventually, companies do have to start cutting their losses. You see, and that means cutting people. And it's just the thing is that the people who make decisions and that have influence, you know, they they their livelihoods are not really affected. They've got savings. They've got pockets that they can reach into when their salaries are not getting paid. Exactly. But then you get people who leave month to month or day to day weekly wages daily wages you get the guys that are always in the streets hoping for a truck to give them employment for the day for like 50 bucks Imagine. there is no that what do you get when everything is over you these are people who start hating people who are well off they turn into i'm not saying they're gonna become thieves but the the motive is there to be like look why should i care my family yeah. is struggling yeah. I've got no choice. There's no people. There's no work. What else do you want me to turn to? 
And, you know, and obviously the, the, the outcome is that we look at them like, you know, I, I hate it sometimes when people don't put themselves in other people's shoes and you're like, yeah, well, we all have a choice. And you, he made a choice to be a thief. He made a choice to be criminal, not looking at the circumstances, yeah, especially in a country like it. this where the poverty, the rate, the rate of poverty is very high. They're more poor people than they are, you know, middle class and upper class. And like the thing is that when you are not exposed to people suffering, you assume that everyone is in the same position as you. So you think, I might say, well, actually, I don't think this lockdown is bad, but that's because I'm looking at my scenario and applying it to everyone else and not looking yeah. at what the people who live in shacks, people who don't have work, what they have to go through. You can't go outside. You can't hustle. You can't do anything. And it's, it's, it's sad, but eventually the crime will pick up. That's what I'm thinking, dude. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, like, at this current stage. That's why I'm, like, I'm happy for, like, some um, vendors. I, I think mm. they're on the streets. They're still selling. I'm, like, good for them because, like, you live on a uh, day-to-day, uh, day-to-day uh, basis. Uh, mm. So you need, like, that 100 rand to buy electricity. You need that 50 rand to buy your bread or certain things that you need in your house. So... And the thing is that it's not like uh, government to just dish out like uh, everyone uh, does it uh, two uh, thousand rand every month. It won't happen. Oh once yeah, this, it won't happen. Once, once this pandemic is over, you own your own again. Like there's no one to, there to help you anymore. So hey, it's... It, 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 I mean, it, it, even right now as it is, uh, I, I mean, I know. I know Phil talked big and, and threw billions of people telling them that it's going to be relief for this and that, but it, no one is really seeing any of those relief funds, this, this money that's allegedly supposed to be helping people get through this, this pandemic. No, no, one, no one is seeing it. No one is getting this money that was, that was allegedly promised to come in, in into people's pockets. So, so people are on their own right now as it, as it mm. is in the pandemic itself, and it will be so much worse when people come out of it because, uh, like you said, Precious, most people, uh, especially in the inner city here where we have to pay rent, most people are already way deep in debt in the buildings mm. they, they live in. So, so when the pandemic ends, you know, the, the, the companies the, the, that own these buildings are owned by people who are well off. So, so they're going to come down on their caretakers and be like, hey, that's the yeah. where the money is. And yeah. um, imagine. Or, Mm. Yeah, and, and then when the caretakers ask, you know, where's the money? And then it's like, wait, I'm still working on it. Like, but you don't have that much time. And even, even if you go and say, but there was a pandemic just now, it's like, wow, it's, it's not my problem. That, that's, 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 true. that's the kind of thing that will happen. True, it's because they'll tell you, like, it's over now, so go get, go get my money. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, but I lost my job, you know. It's, 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 it's sad. That, that's you know, I, a lot I, of compassion is not there. That's why I say, I say, I feel like that they should, if they can, by end of June, let, let everyone else go to work. If, if it's exactly. uh, if you are infected, be isolated, uh, or what do you call this? Elderly should stay at home. You know, mm. someone who's sick, maybe someone who's yeah. in like a condition. Like, you know, disclose your condition. Maybe you have something so that they know that, okay, this person has a weak immune system. We can't let them talk. But if you're healthy, you're fine. I think 
people should go to work. Like, because you're absolutely right. I mean, you look at the ratio of people who can go to work and would be fine. It's there's a lot of people that can work. Exactly. But obviously now, because I mean, it's it's practically the law. And you get it, you get beat up for, for trying to provide for your family now. Uh, I remember uh, uh, my mom told me the, what was it, the other day that like the taxi that they used, there were guys that there was like the police, the army, metro police and everything. And when the taxi driver was about to go, they like almost half of the taxi was telling the driver like, dude, we don't have permits to be going to work. Please find an alternative route. And obviously, he would have also gotten in trouble for some reason. But if the police should be checking anything, it's like, dude, do you have sanitizer and a mask? Yeah. Check, check. Yeah, exactly. We cannot, otherwise, it just becomes too difficult, dude. And eventually, people start to riot. That's what I'm saying to men. At some point, it's going to lead to, like, bad violence. Like, I feel like people will have aggression. Mm. Like, and I mean, South Africa guys is already angry, and now we're gonna frustrate them more. <laughs> so this is yeah, the, 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 the best thing. I mean, it's 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 something personally that I've uh, that I've always expected will will happen at some point that people will 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 eventually get so angry that they'll snap. It's just that people haven't snapped as yet, but it, the, the 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 longer this goes on the more likely it is that people will will eventually just snap. Yeah, because I think right now we can all find pennies in our couch, under the bed, and what. Eventually, those pennies will run out. Exactly, Mm. dude. Exactly. And then you're like, fuck you, soldier. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for the language, Sepo. I don't know if you've got language restriction. No, no, we we, we don't. No, 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 it's it's, it's rated R, dude. Don't worry. (laughs) Yeah, so... So that's why I'm just saying, like, I hope um, this is part of the plan where, like, every month they just keep uh, reducing the level so that mm. by the time, at least we could be on level two where everyone's allowed to go to work. And if you're sick, you get isolated. If, you, if you're if you an elderly, you have a disease, they put you aside. Like, okay, it's fine. We understand your conditions. So, like, things should keep running. I'm not worried about the economy because I know every country can survive that, but mm. it's the people in the country that are going to suffer mm. from this. True. True. Because yeah. 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 how the rich will be affected is that they'll get mugged almost every day now. Hijacking. <laughs> Hijack. You just bought a new cut. They take it like, hey, they, you were fine. It's bad for you. Lockdown ended. <laughs> Give me your car now. Give me your car. Who told you not to use it? I could imagine you buying a beam every week. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the beam I'm giving away this week. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, yeah. Can I just make one more point? Uh, it even reached a point where they've like, uh, I think they've closed off lots and a lot of people like got angry because they're like, some of us get lucky from that and mm. it gives us a little a little like wage. A little money. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so like a lot of people are angry. You can't blame them, dude. If you you're taking literally everywhere. Now you're so stressed you can't even smoke or drink. Dude, you're gonna beat up someone, man. 
because they uh, I know a lady that does uh, social working and what uh, uh, social she's not exactly a social worker but she deals with like domestic violence orphans and whatnot and they were saying like the rate has increased yeah yeah true now you gotta stay with your abuser they he's angry because he can't work <laughs> he doesn't feel like a man because he can't provide for his family now he takes it out on now his he, wife. They gotta beat you up, dude. They gotta. So it's more they, than. They like, yeah. I had like in the past two weeks, it was like four to four hundred to six hundred cases. Imagine. Reported. But guess what? The courts are closed because they're being sanitized. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, and guess what? So Prisoners gonna... are getting are going on parole. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I heard about that. I, I read about that. Prisoners going on parole because because they want to reduce the rate of infection inside prisons. I was like, what the what kind of logic is that? <laughs> so what? So let them out to. I mean, I, I don't know all of them, and I'm not speaking in terms of their criminal capacity. But you literally putting people who are isolated to people in a general public where you also want to keep. So either way, someone's gonna get infected. Anyway, and my other mm. fact is, why are you letting murderers go out? Like, I mean, this is not the time. <laughs> Hopefully, none of them are murderers. If, if, if anything, if, if, if there's murderers and rapists in that, they, they should send a guy with corona just to bless them, just to test them. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were even speaking about it, uh, they were speaking about it on news about uh, how also criminals have rights so we can't just mm. leave them there to, to coronavirus because the the uh the prisoners were rioting i don't know if it's two weeks back. yeah 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 they were the burning stuff and whatnot yeah because one of them had corona so they're like no we also have rights you know um don't do this to us oh how God. did it get to prison do you ever like think that like how yeah how did it get to prison didn't they like ban prison visits or something <laughs> I guess that's where. Uh, I guess that's where now where um, uh, the other theory comes in, mm. which pressures the mentioned about where where you actually go get tested. That's where they actually infect you with the thing because. <laughs> uh, so it's possible someone went to went to go test and then they got infected. Very very crazy stuff, but uh. Anyway, fellas, yeah, yeah man. Thank you for sh- thank you for showing up. It's been, it's been a great. Thank episode. you for having us. Uh, yeah, thank you, dude. Yeah, so this has been the island with me, uh, Ali J, and Precious of Arctic Inc. You can follow him Instagram. He's got a he's got a YouTube Arctic Inc. Uh, you got a Twitter? I don't think there's a Twitter. Is there a Twitter? No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I don't have a Twitter. I'm just an observer. Yeah, but check out his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but check out his work anyway. This is the time. What, what, yeah, what else do you got to do? What else do you got to do? Just chilling at home. Just, just go to Arctic Inc. You know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Like... All right, really. Yeah, man. Peace.